Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Nobody Panic with... Her, Stevie. And her, Tessa. <laughs> I didn't say your name mean. It felt like you did. With her, Stevie. With her, Tessa. Oh, great. Hi, how yeah, are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm, um, I'm learning to prioritise myself. Oh, and wow. also things. Wow. Which is ironically what this podcast is about. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Because like, I've got so many things on, but I've really understood and compartmentalised them, and now I'm just working through them. Great. And uh, that's what Tessa will be taking, and I'll be taking how to prioritise myself. So unfortunately, I can't do this podcast because I want to go and have a stew. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah. We did actually have a row immediately prior to this. Row was it? I was. I was just we had a, a frank and quick frank Exchange discussion of, about the stew. Basically, <laughs> um, Stevie no. said, "I'm going to have a stew now," and I said, "No." So here we are. We are in a lovely studio run by a company called Soap, and it's above a pub that do amazing food. It's five oh three, and I haven't had lunch. And they do a really great stew, and I was going to go and have a stew, but it doesn't make any sense because I don't have time to eat it, do this, and then go to what I'm doing afterwards. No, so, so we're, we're just cracking Tessa through. was correct. And then if we've got time, maybe we'll stew. We might stew That's it That's the later. promise, people. So, like, rattle you on. You hear it, but just know that when you finish listening to this, <laughs> these, I'm eating a these stew. These two had a stew. <laughs> they, I don't even know if it sells stew. No. Stew I think it's just a pizza place. <laughs> I'm just going to ask them anyway. We're above Pizza Express, everyone, and we're, <laughs> we're going to go ask for a stew. Um, what adult thing have you done this week? Oh, mine is that I'm wearing this quite smart coat from it's... recently gone into liquidation ASOS. Oh, they're they not haven't in... gone into No, the they haven't. They just think of the share drop. Yeah, we no, they, they've just been in the news, haven't they, about them having a bit of a, you know. They had a hard Christmas, but they had a hard Christmas, but I hope they're all right. had a hard Christmas. I don't think it was them. I think it was just like, no, but I love... It's Theresa May. I, I love how everyone said that. Like, 13-year-old is going I'm not going to buy uh, these I don't know what 13 dollars buy high waisted biker shorts yeah I've gone for that I'm not going to buy those until we've either had a hard and soft Brexit no one's yeah. thinking that I think it's just a more sort of in the air isn't it like I think a lot of people are having a sort of we're not having any presents for Christmas not in a like oh tiny Tim way mm. but in a like it feels very decadent and sort yeah, of pointless yeah best not buy those biker shorts like let's not we don't have to go crazy it this I year it felt like that it would have been the opposite mm. because people a lot would of people be like, binge shop when they're like, just everything's to cheer gone to shit. Up. But I think the shops equally were not pushing their big, like, this is the toy and this is the stuff and this is yeah. the book. Like, there wasn't that same. That is also possibly because we're older and we don't know what any of the toys are. It's possibly that, yeah. We're like, that there there was, this... was no big toy this year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know I, what I asked for. Still talking about Christmas so long after Christmas. But don't worry, we're never going to mention it again because I know we went really hard in December and. 
I, I'm so sad it's over. We thought last week we did about New Year's resolutions. Tessa came up with a great idea of doing how to prioritise, which I think is a really good one. Mm. I think that is something that if you're not good at, you feel it. Oh, you feel it in your bones. Yes. I think especially if you are whatever that uh, creative type A person is. Mm, I don't know. I've made this up, so get on board or not. It's the sort of person who's is what both of us are. Uh, oh. Too many things, not a good logical mathematical mind. Oh, speak for yourself. Okay. <laughs> want, give me a mental arithmetic thing. Uh, seven times eight. Fifty. Yeah, that is right. That is correct. Okay, great. I think I've proven that I've got quite a mathematical brain now. Fantastic. But I know that Tessie, you don't, so that's fine. I don't at all. Okay. And when I asked Tessie to do this, my eyes went so wide, they nearly rolled out of my head. Um, so stressful. Yes. Sometimes you have like just too many things, and you aren't good at like putting them in order. And also, mm. you when you're doing something, you're like. Basically, you're that book if you give a moose a muffin and a moose comes into your house asking for a muffin. Okay. It's quite a sweet book. Right, no, I'm into and it. And <laughs> well, you say that. So if you give a moose a muffin, he'll ask if he can have some jam on it. Once he sees the jam has run out... Oh, it's one of those savoury muffins, not one of the American muffins. No, it's an American muffin. He wants jam on that. Jam on a chocolate muffin. What is he thinking? He's a moose. Quite right. And we've hit the nub. He's a moose. <laughs> when he sees there's no jam, mm-hmm. he'll want to make some. When you go and pick blackberries, he'll get um, a stain on his shirt, and he'll want to wash. He's clothes. And he'll. <laughs> oh yes, sorry, he's wearing clothes. <laughs> this is excellent. So he wants to wash his shirt. Yes. When you put the shirt in the wash, he'll realise there's no button. He's missing a button. When he tries to sew the button on, he'll think how fun it is making sock puppets. When because then he was sewing a button, yeah, and he'll want to put buttons on socks. When he's made the puppets, he'll want to put on a show. When he you got to get a producer. When in. you got to get <laughs> got to hire a venue. <laughs> And now the moose has to hire a venue. So it's that thing of like, you're doing one thing and then you're distracted and you're like, oh, I should do this. I constantly. See. I genuinely did not see the connection between anything. I was like, what a lovely story. Yeah, but you're constantly. What's going on? You're constantly. And it's a positive thing. It's never like, just one thing. That never one just thing one grows thing. into many Always grows things. into things. You're one of those people in meetings. You're about there, a meeting about something else. And everyone's like, we should, we should get a cat. And then the next yes. thing we're like, it's this like, we're excited by the initial thing of ideas. We're not very good at seeing them through. And then we put all the ideas on this big smorgasbord. And then you'll get totally overwhelmed by yes, your smallest board. Also, even if you're quite a practical person, when you do a things to do list, the first thing, suddenly it'll just go into another thing. And then you've done loads of stuff that has grown from that first thing on the yes. list. You haven't done two, three, four, five, and six. You hit number one, and then and you went one, eight, one. <laughs> and now you're running You did one, A, B, C, D, and E. Oh, yeah. Instead of one, returning two, three, to two. Yes. You didn't. And you being know, like, all of those. Added things can go on another things to do list for tomorrow. For example, I don't know how to prioritize things. That's why maybe I haven't got that right. So Tess is looking at that and I'm going to look at not how to know it's okay to prioritize yourself, but when to know when to prioritize yourself. Yes. And how to do that. But I've tried to find some really practical tips about how to prioritize yourself that isn't like when you wake up, recite the mantra, I am strong, I am powerful, I am a queen before you have your breakfast. It's like, cool, no one be doing that. I don't even think Beyonce does that. I mean, she just sort of does it in her life and her songs, sure. But like, no. Maybe she does. Maybe she does. I just don't believe anybody does that. Two things, day. Stevie. One, I know for sure it's not a creative type A person. And everyone's going to complain when I describe personality types. Yes. And we'll do another episode sometime about personality types. I think they're fascinating. That's true. And um, number two, I didn't actually finish my adult thing. Oh my God, I'm so We sorry. literally <laughs> got about distracted. 
good in oh the middle of God. what we were saying. Right. Mine was just, I bought this jacket from ASOS. Oh my God. It's like that happened seven years ago. Right? Bought Sorry, from ASOS. Listening. And it's just that it's uh, nice. And that's oh, it. I bought so a new, nice. I bought a new thing. It is lovely. It's like a brown, and it's got sort of like oh, sheep I think skin. I, I think it's like an aviator, like Amelia Earhart would wear. You do look like Amelia Earhart. And I've been like, it's just nice to be. Sm- and when people say like, that's smart. I'm obviously not a very smart person. Mm. And uh, it's just nice to be wearing something that's new. Oh, it's lovely. Did I definitely ask you what your adult thing was? Yes. Right. Okay. What just is your fit. adult thing? So my one is an adult thing. It is an adult thing because it's like a. Oh, I've spent years doing this, and now I'm like, no. I want to do this now. I know myself. I don't have massive boobs, but I've got like, you know, larger sized boobs than small boobs, I'd imagine. A double D? That's quite large, isn't it? Why not? Why not? And I've always, always found bras annoying. And I don't care when anyone says, when you get fitted, that doesn't mean you can't feel the bra. You can still feel the bra. I've been fitted in many different places. All... Worryingly, they've given me different sizes slightly. I know you're going to say Rigby and Pella, but yes. I don't. I'm already shaking my head over here, it's, eyes shut. It's bullshit. So I've gone to. I'm loads a champion of Rigby and Pella. Yeah, the most expensive place in the whole world. And you I'm go going, once a year. You buy one bra. I need more than one bra. You wear it for the next ten I, years. Well, again, I can see the flaw immediately in your system, and I prefer to have multiple bras that I can. The point being is, honestly, one, it's life changing. It's life changing. We'll do that. But then there's still there's this thing about women getting from work. Oh, and then you take your bra off and it's a real relief mm-hmm. and it's lovely. I mean, I don't really go to the gym anymore, but I, when I used to, I um, wore sports bras, obviously, and uh, they were always so comfortable. And I realised, hang on, sports bras, genuinely, and I can't feel them. And I feel really, really comfortable and just really, like, supported. And there's not all this, like, fancy lace that comes through. I'm like, oh, great. Well, now you can see this patterning and it's kind of ruining the... There's just no business going on there. Right. So then I was like, why do I keep not wearing sports bras in the day? Because I'm embarrassed. I'm supposed to be wearing some sort of matching Ruby and Pella thing for 10 years, apparently. So then I thought, you know what? No, I'm going to do what I want to do. So I bought three in three different colours really at the best sports bras that I've found which are a Sweaty Betty Ultra Run bra obviously I have like two uh, normal bras with like one's got like a dip in it for like battle dresses and the ones where I obviously can't wear a sports bra I've just started wearing sports bras day to day and now in the evening I often forget that I'm even wearing it and I go to bed in it and I'm like oh god I've got to take my bra off I'm going to own it rather than be like I wish I was wearing a sports bra but I can't because that's not what you know proper ladies do that feels like you've let a real burden go I have. Well done, you. Thank you. Well done for owning that. What three colours did you get? Puce, <laughs> grey, and grass. No, I got black, blue. I got two blacks and a blue. Because <laughs> I only and wear another, black clothes. Another black. Another that black. sounds absolutely wonderful. Well Thank done. You. Thank you. You, you really so much. took ownership of that thing. I have. And I have got one nice bra that's got, got a, a dip in it that's really nice. But I just, just a date for you know when I, you want to feel a bit fancy. Well, I want to feel a bit fancy when I dress up. And you know what you did there? You prioritised. Myself. Because otherwise it's just what you're doing when you say like, oh, I'll be embarrassed if I I can't wear a sports bra. You're like, why the hell not? Yeah. Why would anyone else have any opinion on? And if they do, I told somebody this the other day and they were like, what does your boyfriend think? And I was like, what the fuck does that have to do with it? Yeah. What the fuck is that? You need to not go out with the people that you're going out with if that if they're like, I'm so sorry, you you can't wear sports bras anymore. It's like, yeah. Is is that a deal breaker? Nah. I heard somebody say something so interesting the other day, which was, um, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. I just thought, what a good... It's a great, it's great, so great, good great, because, great, great. Like, I remember what it was like to when I was an intern, and mm. I basically didn't speak. No, <laughs> same, week. yeah. And I just made people tea, and anytime anyone asked me to do anything, I was like, oh, I'm absolutely shit. Like, and, and, like, my memories of working in this office are just, like, heart palpitations from start to finish. Mm. And now, I'm just so much more 
confident in all of the things that I in, in every aspect. It, basically, it's the understanding of your marker of what is and is not being made to feel inferior, like just constantly shifts. Yeah, definitely. and you can set it much higher up it's not like you're there and everyone else is deciding how inferior you, sh- you should feel today and that's yeah. how it used to feel like when i was younger it was like well i'm rubbish or whatever and yeah like, it just oh, felt no. like it just felt like a fact yeah where i was really you're like oh i can decide that yeah and i can walk into this meeting room confidently and be which leads us to prioritizing absolutely and um, you're prioritizing yourself and your sports bras i'm prioritizing myself my sports bras but also i think it's difficult to often know when to prioritize yourself because it's obviously caught up in this whole self-care thing Mm -hmm. which on the one hand is like really great on the other hand it's not just like oh i can't be a dick if it's self-care like no you can still be a dick like and don't be a dick yeah and so i was reading uh, some stuff about it and a clinical psychologist called leon f seltzer phd Mm. says the best way to kind of figure out whether you should prioritize yourself is rather than just like putting yourself first no matter what it's about putting yourself first but considering what the consequences would be if you didn't give a particular want or need top priority so say you know you have a friend and you keep cancelling on each other she really needs your help she's gone through quite a bad patch and you want to cancel again and you're like well that's fine because we've both cancelled but it's like do make the effort to go because the consequences are that person might not have anyone to talk to that Mm -hmm. sort of thing whereas if it's just a friend and you're like well we've seen each other quite a lot then you can prioritize yourself that's fine but it's just everything is on like a um what's it called like a case-by-case basis it's not just like blanket ban of like i will do whatever i want and it's not also i will do whatever everyone else wants because when you go too far in either of those well on the one hand you become like a narcissistic jerk Mm -hmm. and on the other hand it can really cause anxiety and depression if you're giving so much of yourself Mm -hmm. i have a friend who basically constantly gives too much of herself in the sense that uh she's always fun she's always like on form then you suddenly realize like oh she has to stop at some point and she says yes to everything it's like you need to actually start saying no and mm-hmm. when now she says no to meeting him i always feel good because i'm like maybe she's like having a nice time in just being yes herself for a little bit rather than giving herself away mm-hmm, to everybody mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. everyone needs me everyone needs me not everyone needs you all the time you need you you need you just as much as they need you sidebar eye opening when uh, i think it maybe was you it sounds like something you would say where i was like really panicking about like not going to someone's party and you're like no one's gonna care if you're not there <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh you can fuck off but also it was like yeah, that's actually really liberating. Sending a little thing and being like, so sorry, I can't come. If that person is not going to mind that much that you're not there and mm. really think about it, then you're fine to prioritise yourself. If it's your best friend and she said, please, can you come at eight on the dot so that I've got people there? I think the language there is implying you should be going yes. to do that and you should be prioritising other people. Yes, it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because it's something you get like to hold off for as a kid, like only thinking about yourself or you know you get told off for something and you say like i'm sorry i didn't think and someone says like exactly you never think and you're like oh Oh, that's a real yeah oh no and it's this you know the world doesn't revolve around you and why are you the only one not helping and all of this stuff it's very like wrapped up in how you were spoken to as a child because we're so Mm. clear on children like sharing helping like Mm. those are the things that we focus on and also prioritizing yourself sounds so selfish Mm. and you know very sort of new age and in a world where we sort of well, maybe it's a generational thing, but like we're still very much in this. Um, here are our parents working down a mine is mm. the greatest of all the thing, and like that's what true work is. And yeah. you know, tilling the fields. We already feel guilty because of all that stuff about like you. You can't buy a house because of you. You buy all these avocados and yeah. all that stuff. And you're like, I think that 
obviously you can go like fuck off but i think subtly and subconsciously younger people do feel guilty yeah. because we don't seem to be getting the stuff that we yeah. should be doing it's like oh hang on is it because uh, yeah. i'm prioritizing myself right and it's this same insane like um check off you know view of the world of mm. right bold isn't it <laughs> Can she follow? Can she follow <laughs> you know, sort of. Um, he he wrote this like you know brutal, bleak stuff about like work and like work will set us free. Like you know, or the orchard give everything that we are to this. Like till the land, and it is, that's the idea of like. That's... I don't know if he did, but like, if, if anyone listening's like, no, he didn't. No, he did. No idea. I just remember it's a lot about sort of quite bored rich people, and then someone always shoots themselves at the end. I've just seen the same one over and over again. It's very bleak. Jaja Vanya, and it's Uncle Vanya, right? Yes. Is the one where? Well, I was going to say that where they run a cherry orchard, but that's probably the that's cherry, the cherry orchard. orchard. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle yeah. Vanya, uh, you know, everyone arrives and uh, basically everyone's just complaining about who's inherited the farm, right? And at the end, no one's in love with each other or, or something, and she sort of want the main girl sort of wanders off, just whispering like, "Work, work." Work. Right, like I have seen that. It's one. this very sort of like bleak Soviet. Yes, like, you don't prioritize yourself ever. No, it's all about the other. Punished. Exactly, it's right. all for the other people. Um, As everyone listening obviously knows. Basically, like <laughs> what a left field like <laughs> analogy so from you. Because I was just thinking how I feel about when our parents' generation or our older generation talk about like YouTubers, for example, yes, making millions so in their bedroom, them. and it's it's like, well, that's not a real job. He's like, no, of course it's not. It's just silly. But so's acting. So's anything. But like, <laughs> if the person has made. 18 million this year if the goal of work you know whether that's tilling the orchard field or unboxing the orchard's apples or (laughs) unboxing the orchard's apples you know if they made more money than you like do that you know you doesn't have and i think it it comes down to this like exactly that that communist thing of like it's the guilty it's it's the well you've not worked enough Mm. to justify that amount of money but youtubers is like i think i'm a couple of years too old Mm. to have really been caught up in the thing Um, and i think it's so easy to just be really disparaging about it anything that you do a small amount of work for like i do voiceovers quite a lot and it's a small amount of work for more money than you would expect for 20 minutes worth work and I found it incredibly difficult to cope with that. That shouldn't have been the case. You should just be like, "Woo!" I mean, also, I'm not earning millions here. I'm just saying, like, in, mm. in comparison to doing, like, shift work at a magazine, you have to kind of, like, realise that that doesn't matter because it's still work. And if, if someone is willing to give you that, yeah. it's not your fault that, that they happen that, to be paying you an insane, like too much and money. It's like, just like it's not our fault that we're never gonna that, that a lot of us aren't gonna own houses, or that a lot of us are making money in kind of like slightly left field ways in what the generation ahead feel yeah. like it is anyway. And they have literally tried several times. Um, the everybody has paid the same amount of money. We it all work. we all wear one type of clothing, and everything is for the people. All animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Exactly. George like, <laughs> We what are, have we been doing what? this week? I don't know. Where 2019, we here we come. Um, it's shifted into being a literary podcast. And, and I'm quite right, quite frankly. We're prioritising ourselves. But we need to feel less guilt about... The, the whole thing comes down to we feel guilty about putting ourselves first because there's this narrative that is like, yeah, but you can put yourself first, but only if you've spent 18-hour work days and you don't know who you are anymore. And then you're allowed a small bath and a tiny snack. Yes. Like, 
And like, that's it. Be small. Like the brownie guide promise is literally and always put others before yourself. Is it still back? Surely it's been updated. I don't think so. Always thinking of others. And then it's that thing about the oxygen masks on the plane that's like, do your own oxygen mask before anyone else's. Yes. Like, you ultimately have to do you. Yes. Before you, you can help anyone that's else. That's what they say. Like, you do you, babe. You do you. It's exits are here. Oxygen mask. You do you. When they pop when down, they pop down. You, <laughs> you do you. Babe, you just slay before all others. <laughs> There was a small list, which I thought was quite useful, a little checklist of uh, six times it's okay to prioritise yourself. So, number one, you're sick. Always prioritise yourself when you're sick. I know you, Tessa, will often turn up to do a podcast record. You look like hell. Mm. I think you should probably have stayed in bed. There's one time where you were really ill and chose that day to like go to Primark peak time and return some things. Mm. Like, don't be doing any of that. That is prioritising admin, but you need to prioritise yourself when you're ill. And I think uh, some people often are like, you know, if you've got a cold or something, you've got the flu... You're like, well, that's not enough to be... No, it is enough. You need to get better. Mm-hmm. Don't feel guilty about being ill. And also, if you show up when you're sick, you're going to make everyone else sick. So exactly. actually helpful. I mean, it says here, when you're hangry. Well, may I just say about the sick thing? Yeah. Because so, I think that's rubbish. So we're going to drop it down to five times? Because no, that's not acceptable. What, you don't like the hangry one? I think if you're hangry, like, just, yeah, get some food. Fine. But that's not really like a no to prioritise yourself. Yes, of course, go and get some food before you do something. I think there's never a time when you're more clear about prioritising yourself than when you're hangry. I mean, I did try and get some stew earlier didn't work out for me but i was prioritizing yeah you did myself. try yeah, i stopped it, it dead gave it a go <laughs> you gave it a go i can't but i think that's else. a good time when people are very clear where they're like sorry i need to eat i'm going to explode like that's good yes that, okay, i think that is a time when people are it's pretty popped back up to six times people, people are pretty good about prioritizing when yes. you hang. ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, just on the sick thing mm. uh, I think that's something that people are crazy about at work oh you know God. being desperate to be sent home they want somebody that's all I spend my time doing you just want someone to say gosh you should go home and then immediately then, go yeah I should yeah then yeah, you, should. you're the victim you weren't you know you mm. didn't call in sick you weren't you know you weren't the bad guy call in sick absolutely call in sick that is your body literally telling you to call in it's sick it's that quality over quantity thing like you can show up and be shit at your job for 10 days until this passes or you can lose one day getting better at home mm. Mm. if you're hungry. Consider prioritizing yourself immediately. Go and get a snack. Don't do anything taxing if you're hungry. It just feels a little bit like obvious. Like, duh. Anyway, three, you're burnt out and totally exhausted. I don't know. I often have conversations where someone will be like, you know, how are you or whatever? And I'd be like, oh, I feel quite, I don't know, like I'm doing, I'm doing too much and I feel a bit. And then suddenly they're saying it as well. And then you're like doing this thing where you're kind of like having a, 
who's done the most in the day yeah. off and I hate that neither of you should be there <laughs> you should be at home having a relax mm-hmm. I think we don't identify when we are burnt out until we are so burnt out that it's stupid and then we then we become sick and then we move to point one Exactly. You have to catch it when it's at point three. You're exhausted. You are allowed to, on a Friday night after work, to say to a friend, I'm so sorry, I'm exhausted, I can't come to the party. Because otherwise what will happen is you will either go to the party, be just rubbish socially, feel crap, everyone will be like, And just okay? be there so that you can leave? Yeah, no be there one so you can that. take it off and be like, you're not going to bring anything to the party. Or type two person is that you go there, you're knackered. So in order to unknacker yourself, make yourself an incredibly strong espresso martini. You're always at cocktail making in this analogy. Stay till three in the morning. Wake up the next day. Even worse. Now you're sick. Now we're referring to point one again. Mm, so mm. it's okay to prioritize yourself when you are exhausted. We are constantly supposed to be, you know, this narrative of, well, Margaret Thatcher slept for three hours a night. Everyone seems to get up at five in the morning when they're very sick. Successful, yes. And they are up late in the office. I'm sorry, it's bullshit. Of course. She also invaded the Falklands. Yes. Everyone else is asleep. They're very tired. They're making stupid decisions. Yeah. I think Elon Musk said that he doesn't sleep. I mean, he's going off the rails. So everyone's crackers. Everyone's crackers. Go right. to sleep. I'll whiz through the next. You're under pressure at work. This is actually quite a good one. When you have a lot on, I found when I've had a lot on, I've had to prioritise my work over a boyfriend or a friend being like, oh, we're going to go and see Creed. And you're like, oh, yeah, I do want to see Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah, I do. But can't. And then I end up doing the thing and then having like a full meltdown like midnight being like, I can't do it before tomorrow or whatever. Mm. So I think you have to be very strong. You have to explain in a lovely way to your loved ones and friends. I'm so sorry. I have a deadline and I can't. The onus is on you to do that. And that is hard. But I think it's more helpful when you have accepted that that is an acceptable reason to prioritize yourself. And it's not you being like bad at time management. You being no, you've got too much on. You're allowed to prioritize yourself then. Ourselves allowing ourselves. What? Uh, we're coming to the end. Number five. This is interesting. You feel like you're being taken advantage of. We've all encountered people who don't return favours or expect more than their fair share of our time. If you have a friendship where um, saying yes is just making you feel worse, if you feel like you're being slightly exploited, you feel like whenever I go there, I'm doing a lot of heavy lifting. I'm getting none of, of, of that back. Prioritise yourself. Don't go. Maybe get rid of that person. Listen to our episode. I think we did when we were the debrief podcast, maybe. How to cut out toxic people Mm, in your life mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it's quite a good one and then number six final one you're allowed to prioritize yourself when you've made a commitment to yourself so if you've made a promise to yourself that today you've booked a class at the gym you're going to have a quiet night in because you need it and you know that you need it and it doesn't matter why you need it it could be any of the reasons above or none of them if someone is asking something of you or will work thing think of the consequences if it's okay for you to say no Say no, because you've made a commitment to yourself and that helps you in the long run trust yourself and respect yourself. Because if you're giving all of yourself away to everyone else, how can you respect yourself? Yes. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Two people in here. I, I enjoyed I that. I enjoyed that TED talk enormously. Thank you. I just wanted to ro- roast through it, which is a new word. I'm trying. Great roast. <laughs> Thank um, you. I have looked up the brownie guy promised. Oh my god, is, what is it? And you're quite right. They have sh- changed it since we were little. Amazing. What is it which now? is so that it's now just uh, to serve the queen and my community to help other people and to keep the brownie guide law. Not to always put where it was in front of used to be. To put others before myself. Yeah, and now that. it's just to help others, which I think is... That's much more empowering as a woman. Yeah, you're right not to bring gender in, but it is a very, like, female thing of, like, to put others before myself. Yes. You know? To serve your man. 
it, there's this like one of those sort of naff fridge magnet tea towel things mm. that says like a mother is someone who's seeing that there are four people and only three pieces of cake announces that she never did care for cake you know oh my god and it's this That's real what like teaching mothers and like which is true like obviously all mothers are yes. absolutely incredible and do a million things and always put other people in front of themselves but it like constantly selling this narrative of like that's a mother that's what you have to do it's like mother motherfucking wants a cake give mama some cake mama's working the hardest here give mama some cake yeah (laughs) she made the cake she made the goddamn cake (laughs) you know and also those little otherwise it just sits inside you this like oh I actually haven't had any roles and no one's noticed like you either make the narrative for yourself you don't deserve them Mm. or you make it like well no one ever looks at me or nothing I just give myself to everybody you know it's just like get out of it break out of there break out prioritise yourself babe so prioritise things in general Yes. How do I do that? Yes. So now that we have got ourselves in the number one position. Oh my God, yeah. Now let's work on our many, many smorgasbords of things that are weighing us down mm. that we have not prioritized. Tasks, as you would say. Tasks, if you will. Tasks, if you're me. So this is, you know, if you feel like you're drowning at work, you've just got too many things on. Plus mm. you've got like family, home. You've got like, you're trying to you're trying to tile the porch. Like oh, you've got. Wow. You've, you've, got, you've got a porch. You've got a porch. There's a lot going on. <laughs> Where's that come from? You've got a lot going on. Mm. My friend Louise, hello Louise, she wrote an article about this and I uh, asked her to send it to me. But this was what quite a while ago and I said it might not be on the podcast for ages. And she said, I'll wait forever for a sweet taste of the podcast. Oh, it is like, a sweet taste. Um, so this is for Louise, um, who wrote this fantastic article about trying to prioritise. Mm. She said, when you've got too many things going on, it's like having a garden and your garden is completely overgrown and you've got all your things in the wrong place and everything that's in there, all your plants are your different jobs and tasks mm. and things that you need to do and they're all competing for space and light and attention and so every time you look at the garden you're just like oh god mm. oh, this and it doesn't feel nice to go in it and like start pruning or weeding or loving it or gardening mm. it feels completely overwhelming and stressful so you just don't want to do it so you just don't want to do it and you're just like every time you look at the garden you're like forget it i understand i can't go and look so what you want to do is totally like reassess your garden mm. and you need to take a moment and sit down and if your instinct is like i haven't got any time to sit down like yes you do make some time Sit down, get yourself a piece of paper, A3 if it helps. <laughs> I find a big piece of paper right? way more effective. Suddenly, now we're cooking it, Now with we're gas. talking, yeah. Get your big piece of paper, get your coloured pens if you need. Sharpies. Get some gel pens. Ooh, scented. Ooh, get a scented gel pen, a banana gel pen. <gasps> Black piece of paper. Stick with me on this, creamy gel pen. Hello, now, now we're... <laughs> and there you see the classic, uh, our it's mindset. Suddenly we're issue. in the shop buying... The right sort of paper and yes, pens. Yes, that's silly. We shouldn't And do while that. we were there, we started making sock puppets. Right. So you just sit down with any piece of paper piece that you can find. <laughs> anything that's to hand. Yeah. You don't really need this this thing. No. Get your piece of paper. On what, you're going to write down absolutely everything that you need to do. Okay. And they can be everything. So even if it's your New Year's resolutions, things you're just working on generally, they can be immediate tasks that need to get done, things that need to go to the bank. But then they're also like bigger tasks, things for work, like massive big life stuff trying to get fitter get healthier you know write the book buy like and what buy a dog any of these things just put absolutely everything down if you're like that's not really one it is one if it's in your head mm. and it's like what am i doing first and then you divide up your garden into put the begonias in like, <laughs> put begonias so put all the begonias and the other evergreens together so right. things that are to do with like um health put them in one thing things that are with work things that are like you know, divide them do, up. Can you divide them also like short term, long term, or are we just yes. doing subjects? No, you can buy whatever ca- by whatever category feels right for you. Or it's just about the categories. But I'm sure. Okay, I'll so be able again, to- if that. <laughs> in which case, I will say for you, you go by category of thing. Sorry, oh, right, uh, thing. so not the- um, them- thematic rather than time. Thematic is that right? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thematic rather than yes. time. 
Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. So uh, passion so, projects, mm. work things, um, self things, self things, the house, big ideas for the future. Oh, nice. Yeah. Put them all in your groups, in your categories, okay. and then you can see like, oh, if you've got nothing in house, but. 20 things in big ideas for the future You're prioritizing wrong. like okay mm. you know so see what they are when they're all in their compartments together then if things are like short and long term if you want highlight the ones that are short term and highlight the ones that are long term you okay. feeling better now i'm already very excited right so now we're like okay now we feel calm mm. really great now when you've got that to look at visually it's clear to identify what your big three are mm. these are your big plants to stick right in the front because they're the ones that are the big ones for long term? Yep. They yeah. can be whatever. Just that, now, at this point, now that you're looking at it, now it's a bit sort of spark joy-esque. Yeah. Now we're just like, this is what needs to get done. Okay. Just look at it and be like, just listen to the energy and be like, okay. this is what we need. Okay. Um, and then from there, you can like start building your list in a different sort of way and start like understanding like, okay, this is what needs to happen. Yeah. And then if you want to then go through your big, if you want to then be like, okay, I'm going to allow one big idea to come out of my massive big idea pot. Mm. what is the most um, achievable or the most exciting or what is the thing I really care about so you don't have to take all of the big ideas no. in one you just take like whichever one feels the most achievable now if you like it's like here's all your wine in the wine cellar Thank and you're you. only bringing a few bottles to the table absolutely or whatever you're speaking my language as yeah, a woman uh, with the <laughs> wine cellar as a woman with a strong wine cellar I'm, I'm uh, drinks covered I'm gonna make a drinks covered that's right? not something I should prioritise but now. put it on your list because it's, oh, it's, it's, it's just popped up so put it straight on there okay Okay, yes. get it in that big ideas thing. And if you want to hold on to that A3 piece of paper in its groups, remember, mm. otherwise, if you just write everything down, that looks totally overwhelming. You think I've got too many things on. So make sure you keep your color groups. Yeah, I think I did this once where like I was having um, in the swamp between new university and first job. Yes. And it was the turn of the year. Of course. I was like, wait, just saying I wasn't really going anywhere. I was, I'd stopped trying to do stuff that I just didn't know what I was doing. I did like a big A3 piece of paper because I just sort of found one. Found it fun to do it in a sort of brain thought shower mm. way then you've got your, your big arms for your categories yep can we call them arms and then all the little ones can come off that so i suppose yeah like a mind map sort of yeah situation. perfect because then whenever i was feeling sad and a bit like lost i would look at that and go get back on track here are the things that you need to refocus exactly. yourself yeah and so helpful. keep that somewhere. You can cross them off when you've done it. Perfect. <gasps> so keep best. that under the bed somewhere or like wherever you need it to be. Bring up or on the wall or whatever is visually helpful for you. And then you've got your second, you've got your big smorgasbord. Then mm. you've got your small list that will keep changing every week or every day. Mm. And that's the thing where you're like, what bottles are we bringing up today? Great. And put them on the list. And that can either be on your, I guess, wherever you keep your like appointments diary. If it's on Google yes. Calendar or whatever, you can put it in your phone notes. From here on out, you can do whatever visually is the best thing for you. If you use post-it notes, can you please tweet us as to how you've used them? Because I don't understand how people use post-it notes and why they use them. What? I've never confidently used a post-it note. Oh my goodness. Write your thing on it that you need to do. Yeah. Stick them on the wall. Yeah, but then it just like, falls off the wall. No, it stays on the wall. Oh God, okay. A good post-it note stays on the wall. Okay. And then it, when I'll you take sort, it, sort that out, and then it? take it off the wall when you're done it. I guess so. That is a good way of doing it. Okay, fine. What okay. were you using them to do? I've never used them. I've got a block, <laughs> and I'm always like, whenever someone at uni had like a book and they had loads of post-it notes in it, I've no idea what those people are doing. I don't know what they're doing. So I think I've, I've, been I've, quite... I've seen people do that. I'm like. What is going on? Also, anything. at work, there'd be people with loads of post-it notes all around their desk stuff, and and it wasn't just like have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, it was like which is what I know stuff. what yours are. Yes, just little drawings you've done for yourself. That someone in the office did uh, a picture of a shark and said, "Have a nice day," 
and put it on my keyboard thing. Oh, and I was nice. like, what's that? And I was like, yeah, he does that occasionally. Maybe like a cleaner or something. But that's anyway, so nice. that's all I had on mine. I am quite blindsided by the simplicity of put a thing to do on your post-it note, put it up and then take it down when you've done it. Because I thought it was way more complicated than that. Great. Okay, so Stevie, what you're going to do, mm. you're going to make your smorgasbord on your A3 piece of paper. Black with gel pens. Black with gel pens, everything in its colour thing, oh, yes. highlighted between short term and long term. It'll be difficult on a black paper, but I'll figure it out. You'll work it out. Yeah, I, <laughs> I believe in you. Thank you. Then you're going to get your post-it notes. I will. And you're just going to stick three things up on the wall now. Oh, God. This is the bringing things out of the cellar, putting them on thing, and then we're going to work through them. So that, once they're That's there, the wine bottles out, out of my, my once, cellar. And, now, and then I can cross them off on my big smorgasbord when I've taken the post-it note down. That's a double satisfaction. Double satisfaction. Oh, okay, great. Great. Thank you so much. Now, teach me more. Teach you more. Okay, so this is just like day-to-day stuff. We're moments from the end. Because I've prioritized and I've worked through this schedule. Amazing, thank you. So this is just day-to-day stuff that you're just getting through the day, mm. doing your hot, hot business. Because it's, it's 2019, it's January, we're getting shit done. Yes. Okay? There is a book famously called Eat That Frog. I'm into it already. Got an exclamation mark. As many books at the time did. Yeah, it's a um, shame now. It's dated, isn't it? It does. It dates it. It does. <laughs> An exclamation mark does date the work. By self-help guru Brian Tracy, and it's from a Mark Twain quote that is, eat a live frog first thing in the morning and nothing worse will happen to you for the rest of the day. That's very funny. So the basic rule of eat that frog is, do you want to guess? Do the worst thing on your list the first thing. Absolutely. Oh, I love that as a thing. Because there's so many on your list, there's always one where you're like, cool yeah get to that and then oh what, i've run out of time yeah and what do you do instead you're like oh that one looks fun and distracting so yeah. i'll do that i'll circle around the frog and i'll never get to it how good will you feel when you've eaten the frog so firstly it's done you feel incredibly satisfied and if you don't even do anything else the rest of the day on your list you're still like i smashed through that frog yeah. the next thing will necessarily get done because every day you have to eat the frog works for some people doesn't necessarily work but like if you've got a big to-do list try it out at it. so two more crucial things and then we're prioritizing the end. Uh, uh, that everything needs to be planned the night before. Okay. So when you wake up in the morning, there needs to be no like, oh, I've got so many things to do. Like, where shall I start? No. You, you know. wake up in the morning, you know exactly what's coming. Great. You've got your, whatever your daily routine looks like. If that's a, you know, your meditation, you're, you're exercising. Well, you know, you know me so well. <laughs> your quick yoga and your run, whatever your day is, like, you know it. And wake up it's been so, so proved over and over again by like CEOs that when they do those, like, I rise at 5.30, I run while I speak to the Japanese. Oh, I sorry. take this business call and I'm in the office by seven. It's always the, and you're yeah. like, how can you have that kind of day? Yesterday I rose at 4 a.m. and today I slept till two. Like Now I, you're talking about language. Right? So you're yeah. like, but it's so statistically proved that like that way of living and this like, whatever, I'm so free is also, not conducive to work or mental health health, if we're absolutely honest whereas (laughs) this clear like I rise I do this this is my routine my body knows where it's at Mm. and also it stops to circle back if we made this stew when you're in a like really clear rigid routine your body is like this is when we eat this is when we don't and so it isn't like freaking out and getting so you've ruined my routine basically you do not eat a stew every day at 5pm. I absolutely do. No, you don't. 5.03, I rise. You, 504, you lie down stew. when you're tired and you <laughs> eat when you're hungry. So, I don't think I've ever eaten a stew. So okay. Exactly. You've never even had a stew. No. It's just popped into your mind. Oh, and now you're following it. I'm and your whole body's thinking about it. Whereas if you're in like, I'm in work mode now. Yeah. This is what I do at this time. So that means we need to record the podcast at the same time every week, which we absolutely do not do. No, but I feel fine about that. Okay. <laughs> I don't take my advice. I'm not going to take my own advice no. on this. Boo. Um, get yourself into that routine. Take uh, time for yourself. Do not be phones in bed, no matter how much you're like, quick, 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 that'll get things done. Yeah. When you open your emails, 
in the morning, you're immediately distracted by people wanting other things from you. Yeah. And so that's not part of your schedule. All that's doing is adding other things to your list. Oh, so you get up, you eat the frog, and then it's like, and then you sit down to be like, and now this is my half hour. Now I let the emails and now in. I, and now I let the emails in. Okay. But if they come first thing in the morning, that's all you've done I is just... do that. I you've done... Thing, me- yeah. Because it feels like you're doing the, I run on the treadmill and I talk to the Japanese. Oh, like, yeah. on the phone, everyone. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's just like a classic. <laughs> because Japan is awake at that time, so I'm doing business. You yes. know, it just always comes up in those yeah, morning routines. Yeah, I think people routine. should... We do say that a lot, and we should make it clear that we're not... It's just, because they're on the right I know. time frame. That's where all the business is. I know that's where the business is. <laughs> that's where we do the most like, of our business. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why are you constantly trying to talk to Japanese people? But yeah, I mean, that's what business people do, as we yeah. all know. Me and Tessa are having never worked in business, but... <laughs> Very clear understanding of what needs to be done. Very clear. And Very it is always clear. to do with Japan. Yeah. So because you're in bed with your phone, it feels like I'm cracking through this. Yes. Like I'm doing hot business. You're not. No. You're doing mousse with a muffin. You're distracting yourself. God. You're going all off so course. You've, you've opened an email. You've seen like two new, you know, Google offers. And suddenly we're in a 45-minute rabbit hole. Also, you're not yourself there. Absolutely so not. I'm going to start only looking at my emails after breakfast. Yes. And you say, and now it is the email time. And you do it and possibly an alarm. Loud. Out loud. And an alarm goes off. After yeah. half an hour, and that's it. That's the end. Great, because you prioritize that time for emails. I don't know if I'm going to rise at five thirty a.m. and speak. No, to you Japanese, don't have to. But I'm certainly going to like write my things to do this the night before, not when I am in bed getting up, being like, "Oh no!" And I've already read seven emails. Yeah, absolutely not. Exactly. Then you literally get out of bed in the morning already behind schedule, oh my God. and you've done that to yourself. Like you didn't need to. I've no one else to blame. No one else to blame but you, who you should be prioritizing. Thank you. Fix your mask. And uh, and when you leave the office in the evening, if you're someone with a, a regular or any place of work um, where you can, if you have access to your post-it notes, when you leave the office, you pack everything down because it's so easy to be like, or probably you're running to something in the evening or you're mm. late or you're trying to, you're desperate to get away from work, or whatever. So the end... <laughs> Stevie keeps gesturing to how much she wants a bloody stew. Um... Yeah, so as we... <laughs> I've got a lot on. She's got a lot. She literally has to leave. As you're leaving, you, you pack down your desk and you write your three things that you need to do tomorrow on a post-it note and you stick it on your computer. Oh, another great post-it note. So one, two, three. Those are my three activities for tomorrow. So you get in, you're like, here are my things. Here are my things. What do I do today? What's my thing? And then because you might forget because you're in the zone. You're in the zone. And so you're just trying to like being your own assistant. You know, there is a reason that like the president is walking along and they're saying like, you've got this and they're at 11 o'clock, they're on this. You know, it's like a clear, no one says like, what do you want to do today, Mr. President? And he's like, what? Like somebody like lays that shit out. So just Mm. treat yourself like the president that you are and oh deserve God. to be babes you are all presidents in my eyes maybe prioritise tweeting us no you don't have to at all yes you do prioritise tweeting us um, tweet <laughs> us at nobody panic pod um, I'm at Stevie M the S is a 5 I'm at Tessa Coates and if you have any fun ideas for email if you have any fun ideas for emails then email them to us and if you have any fun ideas for future episodes email them to us nobody panic podcast at gmail.com like subscribe send a little tweet out for your your main men here and um have a lovely week and i'm desperate to eat the stew now okay okay things got hangry in here we're pro (laughs) bye bye everyone hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging. But it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.